0: Hi, Rainy Bastarash here and today I'd like to speak to you about dealing with emotional vampires. What are emotional vampires? Well, they're people who leave you drained of energy, emotionally and physically, just by being around them. You feel like you just had the life sucked out of you. I guess you could say they brighten up a room just by leaving it. Now, who are these energy vampires? well they can be people very close to you they can be your spouse your children your parents relatives they can be coworkers of virtually anyone you run into there can even be one standing behind you right now how do you spot an energy vampire well you know you're around one if you go visit someone and you immediately feel tired for no reason Here's another example, if you know you're going to be having a meeting with someone and you feel like you have to prepare before the meeting to make excuses because you feel like you're going into battle, you're probably dealing with an energy vampire. Or you immediately feel sick, or you feel like running away when you know you're going to meet someone. Another way you know you're around an energy vampire is if you're at the grocery store, you come around the aisle and you see someone that you feel you got to turn around and go the other way real quick because you don't want to run into them. And in most cases, you just plain feel like you're trapped when you're with them. You know, there's different types of energy vampires, and I'd like to share with you about seven of them. So, the first one, let's talk about the victim, okay? Everything is always someone else's fault. Do you know anybody like that? They won't take responsibility for anything in their life, and they always have an excuse. Whenever you try to help them with their problem, it's always, yeah, but they just don't want to listen. So, that's the first one, is the victim. The second one, I call them the downer, okay? Okay? They're always negative. They're always down. They make you feel drained just by walking in the room. You ever had anybody like that? You open the door, you walk into the room, and this person just makes you feel ugh. Okay, that's probably the downer. They're complaining all the time about virtually everything. And you know, they're really good at it. Picture someone that Let's say you're you're out seeing a beautiful sunset with another couple. Here you are with, you know, your spouse, and the other person is with someone else, and it's a gorgeous sunset. It's a warm night. There's no bugs. Everything's perfect. And once it's all over, you look at him, what do you think of that? And he goes, yeah, but it's dark out. You see what I mean? Anything you practice long enough, you become good at it. And that's the downer. They'll always find something down to say, and they're really good at it. They share all their problems with you, but they never want to talk about the solutions. They're very attached to their problems. The next one is called the narcissist. Okay, These are the takers, the me first. It's all about me. Okay, The world just revolves around them. They're people who always take and never seem to give back. They want your money, they want your time, and ultimately your energy. They can never seem to see your side of things. It's always their side. Then there's the manipulators. Okay, these are interesting ones. A manipulator is always complimenting you, telling you how great you are, all the things you do are wonderful. You do so much better than me you're so great at that can you do this for me you see what's happening now you know you're so strong can you move all those boxes for me over there I just can't lift them or you're so healthy and I can't really get out that much can you do my shopping today I need this this and this, and that. and can you have it to me by one o'clock you know the interesting thing is if you agree to do this once or twice for them it'll usually turn into a regular thing so be careful of the manipulator the next one is the controller okay the controller they tell you exactly how to feel and what to do they must be in control of everything they might tell you something like you should be happy to have that person in your life they're good for you or stop doing things that way this is the way it's done or you really shouldn't wear that wear this instead they'll even bring you the outfit to wear you just can't be yourself around them You might find yourself acting the way that they think you should be just to try to please them. Then there's the split personality. They come across loving and happy, and then just on a dime, they'll turn and be totally negative and angry. They feed off of anger and negative attention. They'll even speak to other people and pit them against you just to see the negativity to get the attention you'll find that they don't want solutions they simply want the negative attention that they're getting from you then there's the purely attention seekers these people just want attention but not negative attention they just want attention they constantly talk and never listen they love to tell stories that are usually long-winded and pointless they will find any reason to keep you there and when you first see them you try to get away but they're very good at catching you and then they'll start with their long stories so those are the different kind of vampires now the interesting thing to think about is when it comes to vampires we know that like attracts like well what frequency are vampires on you know when you're using a tuning fork to tune a piano what they do is they'll hit the tuning fork, let's say it's a uh, tuning fork and the key of C. When they strike the tuning fork, it resonates the key of C. And what happens on the piano is the same note, the C, will resonate. and You'll actually hear the sound of the key of C from that piano. But also what happens when they hit the tuning fork is not only will it resonate with the key of C, but it'll also resonate with high C and with the low C. High C, C, and low C, all three are on the same frequency. What I'm getting at is what's on the same frequency of a victim or the victim vampire. A victim is on the same frequency with other victims, of course, but a victim is also on the same frequency as a hero. Just like in the the cartoons there with Dudley Do-Right, he always rescues a damsel in distress because without, without having a damsel in distress, you don't have the hero. They're on the same frequency. They kind of need each other. But what's on the same frequency as the hero? On the same frequency as the hero is his opposite, which is the villain. So you have the victim, the villain, and the hero all three on the same frequency isn't that interesting it's the same thing with wealth okay on the same frequency of wealth is poverty so you have to be very specific on what you're focusing on when you want wealth because you can say you know you want wealth and that's what you're focusing for or you don't want to be poor of course since the mind doesn't understand negative it's just thinking Want to be poor because it attracts whatever you focus on. So you need to keep that in mind that the energy vampire is on the same frequency as the villain and as the hero. You may not be a victim, but you might always be trying to help victims. You're on the same frequency, so you're going to be attracting them. In other words, you'll be attracting. Energy vampires, especially the victim ones, or even the ones that are villains, because there are villain energy vampires, as we just mentioned a few of them earlier when I went through the list. So keep in mind that one of the most important things you need to do is be aware of this so you can try to change your frequency. Now, how do we deal with energy vampires? I have a few different ways here. In some of my other talks, I spoke about how when you're dealing with anything stressful, there's three things you could do. Number one, try to fix. Whatever it is that's stressful, try to change it or try to eliminate it. And with energy vampires, that's one of the main things I go through is is it something you can fix or the relationship you're having with them? Can you change it, or can you eliminate it? OK? Now, unfortunately, you can't always eliminate or distance yourself from an energy vampire that works with you, or that's in your home all the time, especially if it's one of your children. So there's other things that you can do. So let's start with the victim vampire. One thing you can do is try to listen to them, but not try to fix their problems. I learned this from the book, I believe it was Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. This is a very important lesson to me. When someone speaks to you and they're telling you their problems, 99% of the time they just want somebody to listen to them and not to try to fix them. Okay. actually, my wife tells me that all the time. You know, when I'm talking to you, I'm not asking you to solve my problem. I just want you to listen to me. They want a sounding board. However, in comes the hero. I'll help you. And they're always trying to fix problems. And they get sucked into that when they really don't. And with the victim vampire, if you fix their problem, they're going to come up with another one and another one and another one because they're victims. And that's what they do. They don't take responsibility for themselves. And there's always something wrong. Also, you need to set firm boundaries with them, okay? Don't worry, it might be offensive, it might seem offensive to set boundaries, but they need to be told that I'm not a trash can. You can't be making me feel bad all the time, and that's what's happening. So set boundaries, confront them if you have to. It's amazing that even though victims have these problems, a lot of times you can't help them. You want to, but they're not ready for it. So you might want to let them know that when you're ready for a solution, when you're ready to work on it, let me know and we'll talk. Don't waste your time until they're ready to change. Let's talk about the downer vampires. They're always talking about how everything's bad and everything's wrong. Why not try asking them, what do you want? By asking them what they do want rather than all the things they don't want and that's wrong, you're getting them to focus on the positive. So little by little, they're attracting what they want rather than what they don't. It might be a way to get a little bit more positive into their life. Another way to deal with them is you may have to just do a little small talk and move on as quick as you can. You might have to distance yourself from them if nothing else is working, or once again, you may have to confront them and let them know that this behavior. Isn't healthy for you that it's bothering you and you'd like them to stop. Next is the narcissist. Keep your expectations realistic as everything you're speaking about is always about them. And by the way, never look for the approval of a narcissist. Also, keep in mind the words, how can it benefit them? Because anything they want to talk about should benefit them. Next is the manipulator. You can thank the manipulator for their compliments and then simply say, no, I can't help you. Or you might wanna ask them to start doing things for you. If they're constantly asking you to shop all the time or constantly asking you to do something for them because they can't leave the house because of their health, how about asking them, well, since you are home all the time and I'm gonna be going out shopping and taking up my time. I'd like you to cook lunch for me. And this is what I'd like by the way. And I'm sure if that happens enough, they're going to probably want to distance themselves from you. Okay, so that might be a way to deal with it. And if everything else fails, it gets out of hand, remember, you are number one in your book, so distance yourself from them as much as you can. Next is the controller. Never tell the controller what to do. Okay, that's their job. They tell you what to do all the time. Never tell them what to do or you're going to have a problem. You can thank them for their suggestion and tell them you'll consider it. Just stick to the issues when you're speaking to them. Don't go off on tangents and try to leave as soon as you can. Then there's a the split personality. With them, stay emotionally neutral so as to not set them off. And don't take sides and lastly there's the attention seeker now with them you may have to set boundaries with them you can be honest be yourself with them let them know that i don't have time to speak to you right now i don't have time for the story so just stop them in the middle of the story say you know great story we could talk about it later but i have to go be honest with them Think about it. These people have probably been telling stories most of their lives, and they know they're the way they are. You're not the first one to run into the inconvenience of the storyteller. So be honest, set your boundaries, and stop them if you have to. Keep in mind that you're the most important resource in your life. And if you're being affected by energy vampires, you may need to take drastic measures to eliminate them or eliminate their influence. I mean, I'm not talking about taking a stake to the heart, okay? But you might have to get firm and confront them, telling them to stop or distance yourself from them or eliminate contact with them whatsoever. So good luck with your vampires. Thanks for visiting and have a spectacular day.